But now I'm right there. So, listen, they have to finish the season out. It's time for us to hand LeBron his flowers so, while he's still alive so he can smell them. Just when I thought I was out, they tried to pull me right back in. <laughs> so that the theme of this episode is that of a mafia movie. We have watched and grew up on plenty of mafia movies. Godfather, Goodfellas. Casino. Casino. The Departed. The Departed. Oh, my God. Recently for myself, The Sopranos. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, I didn't get into it like you did, but I was going to mention that. It's a damn fine show. Yeah. But there's one recurring theme across all of that, and that is the made man. Mm-hmm. The person with the most chips with their dips. The people that stand out from the crowd. You and I, we usually talk about in the NBA playoffs just how crucial it is to have that on your resume because that's what truly sets you apart. Shows that you know how to play next-level basketball and can show up in the moments. So what I wanted to go over was who are the real made men in the NBA, the guys who have the strongest reputation among all of them. The usual suspects. The usual suspects, exactly. You're LeBron. a clear top five. You're LeBron's. Okay, so I'm restruct- I've been restructuring my top five lately. We'll see how it happens after the playoffs. But I'm sitting right now, and this will go hand-in-hand hand with an article that I just recently released on the website. I'm sitting right now. Kevin Durant, number one. Steph Curry, number two. Giannis, number three. Braun, number four. Five, it gets really fucking tough. Jokic. Giannis, though? Giannis is number five. No, I had Giannis at three. Oh, three? Would you have Kawhi? Didn't, Kawhi is five. Didn't have Kawhi. Kawhi is five. That's tough for me you to say. Not, we, we go rounds on the Clippers every single episode about how shitty they are, but they've got legit guys on their team. It's probably what Kawhi. What game is that? Mavs? Yeah, Mavs, Cavs. It's halftime. Uh, it's probably, it's probably Kawhi. It is. It is Kawhi. Think of last playoffs. I can't put a guy without a ring above him. So who's the next, who's the next obvious pick than like Anthony Davis? I don't think he's been doing it long enough. I'd say I would put Jokic above Anthony Davis, even though Davis (laughs) has a chip. No, no, I, I, I I'm going to stick to my guns on that. I can't do that. That's all. That's a different conversation though. We'll put Kawhi at five. So that's the five, that's the five made men who you look at them. They're made men. That's it. That's it, though. Because what I wanted to do myself was decided to go the Nate Silver route. Mm -hmm. Very simple formula weight system that I made for NBA players to rank them numerically. Kind of give a little bit of detail into what they really are. So what I did was... You got a name name for this system? (laughs) What is it called? The made metric? Yeah. The made metric. 
Because that's what it is. It shows the metric of how much you are made. How made are you? How made are How much you? of a made man are you in this league? So this is what I, I used. One and a half points for MVP. One point for a championship. 0.75 for an all-NBA selection. 0.65 for finals MVP. Wow. 0.6 for end-of-the-year award, which is the five awards. 0.4 for all-defense. 0.5 for all-star. 0.35 for all-rookie. And 0.25 for a statistical leader of the entire NBA for a year. Damn. So, I mean... Interesting. Well, I mean... That's dope as fuck. When I really thought about it, I'm like, statistical leaders is probably the lightest accomplishment you can get out of all the accomplishments in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, how many times have you seen a guy like... Well, let's just look it up here. Tracy McGrady. This is a guy that we haven't really talked about before, but he is... Undoubtedly a made man himself because he's in the NBA Hall of Fame. He's at a time was like an 85% Kevin Durant like scorer. He's well known enough to just be a made well man. Known. I think at some point, like if you're just well known, if you're enough of a presence within this <laughs> league, especially still, if you still get talked about, you're probably a made man, whether you got the ring or not. Because if I remember correctly, he does not have a chip, right? He does not know. He no actually chi- did no not chip. make it past the first round of the playoffs his entire career. Right. That sucks. But it's still you know? got a huge reputation. Huge reputation. Kind of with Melo, right? Kind of like that, similar to Melo. No yeah, ring. But, I mean, Melo has made it that one time farther in the playoffs than Tracy McGrady has. Mm-hmm. I think Melo's maybe made it to the second round a couple of times. Similar still. eras too, right? Well, well McGrady yeah. was in it for a while at that McGrady point. McGrady was more like late 90s than Melo was like mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. But... Let me look it up here. But what I what I was getting at was guys like Tracy McGrady, all-time great scorers, may have had multiple scoring titles. But are you putting them in the top 10 when they're not putting out playoff success? In, in all time? Well, like not in all time, just like even of those of his era. Oh. Top 10 players of that era. That's tough. Exactly. If you're looking at the 90s, <laughs> it's pretty fucking tough. Even the mid-2000s because then you got Shaq, Kobe, Allen Iverson, Ray Allen. Yep. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. Tim Duncan, Paul Pierce, Tim Duncan. Those LeBron. guys are all straight up better than McGrady. Uh, LeBron James. Oh, LeBron yeah. James <laughs> at a later stage. Pau Gasol. All right. Pau Gasol was a great. I mean, I guess he just has a completely different role. Two times. Did you say Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan. Yeah. How are you going to stack up to that guy? Exactly. Tim Duncan's silence you in the playoffs. Two times scoring though. Yeah. Two times scoring champ. Still in the hall of fame. But you know what? How much of an impact player was he really? So things like that, you have to give a little bit less clout than the top awards, you know? Well, let's clarify how much of an impact player to what, to what we think truly matters most, which is true. Yeah. Which is the postseason. If you're having this type of conversation about all time greats, it comes down to the postseason. So how much of an impact player was he in that setting? Obviously not a lot. If you know, they all never made it past the first round. Exactly. But he tried. At some point, you got to take some of the responsibility. Yeah, I mean, he definitely probably tried. But at the same time, it's like in any of those situations, at some point, there's responsibility on him. It goes for all the great players. Yeah, he's on the team. You know what I mean? He's a great player. And that's that's the playoffs is team success. Right. You have to have a good team around you, even though, yes, you can ball out and win a playoff series by yourself. But down the run, you need a good team. You need a definite team. Unless you're Allen Iverson. Well, that's just different. That's that just, just completely different. Made man, Allen Iverson. Oh, certainly, certainly made. So, using this metric here, I have a 
short list here that I want to go over. We're just going to start. I have a little bit more here in terms of notes, but I'm also writing a companion piece for this. So got to balance it out a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I want to get right down to the meat of or the substance of this here. So I had two guys that I left off the cut. Guys that I consider of this generation's made men. I did a top 20, but these guys were 22 and 21. Bradley Beal at number 22. Really? He snuck Way in there. Way down there. Barely snuck in there. And I'm wondering if I didn't take a couple other guys, how they wouldn't stack up even though they're younger than him. So he might actually be farther down. I'm guessing probably in the 27 range. Interesting. 21, Kyle Lowry. Okay. Makes it there at number 21. He's got a chippy. He does. And he's a high-impact player. And he was a real reason for that win. 21st best player in the NBA still. Well, maybe not best player in the NBA, but 21 most impactful in. Just, I mean, just the, the, I feel like made what that really encompasses is just talent, success, and and multiple categories, success in multiple categories, and persona. Persona, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Just, I feel like that's what it encompasses and probably much more, but I really think that's what this metric is getting at. That's what I was considering myself is it also takes into effect longevity. Yeah. Longevity is a big factor of that. And the guys that have did it the best, the longest end up looking better in this. Right. Number 20 already, Nikola Jokic. A rookie in 2015-16. Easy. Already in the top 20. Easy. Number 20 right now. LaMarcus Aldridge at 19. Okay. I have their exact numbers right here too. Let me go back here. Surprisingly, Bradley Beal, all his all his uh, points weighted together was only two point six. Hmm. Jokic is at five point six because he's won an MVP, multiple All NBA selections. Lamarcus Aldridge is at seven point six. Wow. Kyle Lowry at four point seven five. Easy. So you know what I mean? Just building block guys. Mm-hmm. Next up at number eighteen. Kyrie Irving. Mm. I thought Kyrie Kyrie would be a little bit higher. Me too, honestly. And that's what really made me open up to debate about him. Mm -hmm. Is he really a made man in the NBA? I'm saying yes. He's 19. I'm saying yes. Or 18, right? He's 18. But arguably, you're right. His potential should be seven, eight. Well, if he would have just kept playing with LeBron, you know, he probably could have done it. But if he would have just kept playing well in the playoffs, he would be up there. Right. And stay healthy. Stay, yeah, stay healthy, which That's has always real. been a problem. Stay healthy. Mentally, too. Mentally, physically, spiritually, all of it. Poor Kyrie, man. He's He should be up there in the mm-hmm. top 10. But instead, we're looking at him at number 18. Oof. Clay Thompson at number 17. Easy. Clay and Kyrie are a lot closer than people realize, I feel like. Because the amount of disrespect that Clay Thompson gets out of that entire Warriors offense, even though they're all equally unlikable. None of those championships (laughs) happen without Clay. Exactly. Because Clay is a shooting guard. Yep. Like, he is the perfect 3D, 3 and D shooting guard that there almost has ever been. You know, it's funny that you almost said 3D because someone, uh, I remember listening to a podcast last year where some guy, I can't remember which one it was. I always forget who it is, so I can't quote them. But he's saying they shouldn't call it 3 and D anymore. They should just call it the 3D. 
Greenie Black. Which Loki was so hard. much better. Yeah, it's Loki. So, <laughs> I do like it. I can't remember who Mikhail it was. Mikhail Bridges, 3D. I kid you not, bro. I'm pretty sure that's who they were. I'm not even just fucking around. I'm pretty sure that's who they were talking about when they were having this conversation. Bridges. Was Mikhail Bridges? He's the perfect 3D. Yeah, he's the 3D. I can't. Yeah, I hope whoever. So good. I feel bad because I can't give them credit, but I feel like it was someone from the athletic. Um, they were talking. I don't about know it. anybody's names from the athletic yeah. side. I always forget for their names. Shams. Yeah, that's true. Shams is running that. Back to that though. Yeah, that Kyrie and Clay close as shit. Those rings don't have. I mean, those. Actually, let's see here. Clay's was seven point seven five, and Kyrie's was seven point seven. Wow. So Clay barely edged, barely edged him out. And that's because three titles and Kyrie has one. one. But Kyrie has all the individual accolades. Right. I know. Some of this was close. How does Clay not, how does Clay not want a finals MVP for them? Because he actually hasn't been that good. Like in the finals. Right. He's been Playoffs. still like their Playoffs, like the whole playoffs, Clay, he's there. He's just always their second to third best player. Right. And that's just what he does best is because he can get so irrationally hot from three just that it's stupid. unstoppable. Stupid. You know what I have in my YouTube a YouTube playlist of games that I have on YouTube? What's it's that? Clay Thompson's 11 three-pointer game against Oklahoma City An all-time high. The... One of the most ridiculous shots I've ever seen in NBA history was when he heat checked it from like four feet in front of the logo and just wasn't even squared up, just right off of one foot almost and just Luca'd it. I was like, are you kidding me? This, is this guy real? is unreal. <laughs> is this even real? This is happening right now. It just hurts. It's just punches whenever Clay makes threes too. Talk about is this really happening right now? The Cleveland Cavaliers on this... Monday night, smoking the Mavericks right now. Shout out Mitch Castley. He needs some kind of hope because of what happened to the Steelers on Sunday. He so needs I some mean, type of hope because when we see this game in person in March, oh yeah. Luca's dropping a 50-piece on him. <laughs> I'm upping it from a 40-piece to a 50-piece. Luca about to drop a 50-piece in Dallas or in Cleveland, I mean. You want to know something hurtful? Luca Doncic, not on this list. Hey, it is what it is. He hasn't he hasn't won an award. He didn't make it on there for All Star, so he got edged out. I don't know. Pretty sure he was an All Star, wasn't he? Yeah. So didn't you give him any points for that? Or did you not? I even didn't try even to... score him. Honestly, what the fuck, bro? Are you kidding me? Let's you mean to right tell me? Now. You Let's mean to tell me right you're now. scoring Lamarcus Aldridge, but you're not scoring Luka Doncic? Also, is a top 15 score, top 25 score in the NBA. It's Luka Doncic, dude. Think about all the records he's broken. At his age, the triple doubles. Right, well, let's do it right now. Let's do Jesus it right now. Jesus Christ, dude! I can't believe. How are you? Oh my God! Two-time All Star, so that earns you. One point. Two-time All-NBA. Okay. He's already smoked Bradley Beal. You got fucking <laughs> Bradley Beal in this bitch, and you didn't square up Luka Doncic, bro. Are you? That's disrespect. I don't think that's disrespect. Been that must have been a Freudian <laughs> slip, then. The fuck is that shit, bro? All right, so he's got... Yeah, he is right there already. Bro, he's already beaten Bradley Beal, hasn't he? Two-time All-Star, so that's one point. Two-time All-NBA. 
That's 1.5 points. That's 2.5. He's 0.1 short. 28 to 19 all rookie. That gets him 0.35 points. Suck on that, Bradley Beal. <laughs> and then rookie of the year, that gets him 0.6 points. He has nothing End else. End of the year award. That's it. That's pretty nice, though. He's at St- like what? You didn't have points. anything for breaking a statistical record in there, did you? No, there's, be there's no thing on I only use the awards that were available on Basketball Reference. Right. Basketball fair. Reference is just the go. The Bible. Out. That's the Bible. It is. <laughs> I get on there every day and read something scripture like. Yeah. It's just tradition at this point, and nobody can stop me. It's the Bible. Okay, so Luka Doncic would make it in. He's right around there with Jokic. See, that's the thing, because I said this takes in entire legacy. This takes in longevity and success over time. That's why LaMarcus Aldridge is number 19. And that's fine. I get that. LaMarcus Aldridge. I get that. Invented the face up. All I'm saying is if LaMarcus Aldridge is in the conversation, guess what? Luka is, too. Especially if we're talking about this generation, because the same argument that you're saying you have to have the old guys, you have to have all the right new guys that you're squaring up for this too. You mean to tell me Luca's not one of the biggest names in the fucking league right now? Where's there a pen around here? Yeah, I gotta penciling write it in there. Bradley Beal has got to be out. I just I don't. Bradley Beal just doesn't scream superstar necessarily. Really? You not to me. Luca super role player. He screams to me like a Clay Thompson. So I guess it's fine for him to be in there. But you know what I mean? Different, yeah. Bradley Beal ain't winning it alone. Bradley Beal is not going to be the sole reason you win a championship. And no one ever truly is, but there's some guys where you're like, like, okay, like Kevin Durant, a LeBron James. Usually when they win it, it's like, yeah, that's why they won. Like, yes, it was the whole team effort, but it's realistically because they got a guy like LeBron James. I look at Bradley Beal, I'm like, no. I look at Luca and I'm like, yeah, that's someone who, when they win a championship, it's going to be like, yes, because they had Luca. <laughs> could be paired up with two other superstars, but it's yeah. going to be like, yeah, it was Luca. Nobody's given Drew Holiday that look with Giannis. No. Yeah, barring if he's paired up with Giannis, because if he's paired up with Giannis and they win a ring, then it might be like, ah, it's because they had Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> like, Luca could probably do whatever, anything he could possible. Middleton. Surprisingly not on this list either. I'm not shocked at that. Because all he's got is the ring. I've been probably. thinking about Middleton The ring lately. and some all-star selections. Did you not try to put him up in there? Uh, did you not square him up? I only did 22 people, and I, I was... No, I would have squared up Middleton just to see where he's at. I know, I know. Maybe we could just expand this list at a different time. But... I've been thinking about him lately because you and I had a discussion about how he can be compared to James Harden in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And arguably, he's been... I don't even want to say it. He's been better than Harden in the playoffs? I don't know. Because when he's gone solo, he just balls out every single time. He just becomes an unconscious shot creator without Giannis. Mm-hmm. Like, that's James Harden. Facts. Unconscious shot creator. Facts. And Middleton has kept his team alive while Harden has usually floundered. Mm-hmm. That, there's, there's something there that needs to be recognized by the national media. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, give Middleton that spotlight that you give Harden. Harden's getting booed in his own arena. Middleton's probably hitting, like, what, 38% from three right now? Just putting in work every single night. Cashing. Cashing. Who are you coming in at 16? That was Rudy Gobert, much much debated on this. So I just hate that he's that. The what reason, sucks is that he's high above some guys that should clearly be higher. Kyrie, I know. 
What? Like, you know what it is, honestly? He's had the all-star. No, he's never had an all-star selection. All defense and the all defensive player of the year teams. Mm-hmm. That's what's getting him there. But he's never been on you know all-star. What, you know what this really proves? That no matter what, even if we make this set ourselves, stats fucking suck. Exactly. <laughs> they suck. Stats like, fucking suck. 70% of the way they suck because they just paint such the wrong picture about guys. Right. It doesn't matter if you've been trying to create it yourself to cater to your own liking. You know what I mean? It yeah. still fucking sucks. And it doesn't tell the whole story. Andre Drummond giving your team 16 points and 12 rebounds. You look at that on a stat sheet and you're like, my God, exactly. he's a fucking animal. <laughs> exactly. You're like, this guy's awesome. And then you see him try to dribble four times and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, the reason he has eight rebounds in the first half is because he's missed four shots in a row and keeps going up. His arms are so long, he just gets every board and just keeps missing. Takes him three times. <laughs> Takes him three times to put it in the basket. <sighs> Looks like me out there in a game of pickup. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. And he's humongous. He's yep. 6'11". Just massive. All right, so Rudy Gobert at 6'11". I don't even want to get into that. That's just going to piss me off. I'm already pissed off. <laughs> Yet again, I was uh, showing one of my coworkers the uh, the Raptor metric on 538. And there he was in the top four of NBA players God again. And I'm just it. like, this, I just, how I can't does Nate, Fogg, or Nate Silver look at this and be like, yeah, the, the metric is... Nate weird. Silver or Nate Duncan? Nate Silver was, uh, was 538. Oh, uh, okay. Well, Nate but, Duncan's a big fucking stat tool, too. Really? But he watches a lot of basketball at the same time. That's the, that's like Zach Lowe. Right. Big on the stats, but at the same time, they watch a fuck ton of basketball. More that's basketball than I could ever watch in my life. Yeah, but if you're getting paid what they're at. Oh, yeah. And they're watching them in person, too. They're watching them in person. So, imagine me and Zach, yeah, Zach Lowe. Zach Lowe's living his best life. You could go to any NBA league pass game you wanted to. Like, yeah, you probably won't go to the Lakers and Clippers every single night, but you could go to, like, Utah. You could go to, like, Philadelphia. You could go to Orlando. You could go anywhere you wanted. Yeah. You hear him talk about it all the time on the podcast and shit. He's like, yeah, I dropped by a Phoenix Suns game, and you're just like, (laughs) oh, yeah, good joke, man. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Number 15, Jimmy Butler. Easy. Jimmy G Buckets. Is it too low, though? 15? No. That's a solid position. No, I think that's a great position because that's a guy who I can respect being that high. Because to me, you're starting to get high on the list. You're top 15. You're starting to get high on the list. That's a guy who's at a respectable spot for not having a championship, but to a point where I can stomach it. Yeah. Like like a Rudy Gobert, a guy without a championship, but being 16. Like, Rudy, I can't go. I can't stomach Rudy at 16. Jimmy at 15, I can stomach it. 100%. Jimmy's a... I love Jimmy Butler. Jimmy is a beast. I may have been wrong about sense. him. I could have been wrong about his peak, man. That's what I was going to bring up, too, is that... I could have One, well, first off, a lot of people criticize Jimmy because they say he has the softest whistle in the entire league. More so than guys like Harden, guys like Trey Young, guys like CP3. They say he has the softest whistle in the league. Mm-hmm. He does get a lot of free throw attempts. And you know what? He's bodying up going to the post every single time. He draws contact. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it might be a soft whistle compared to what other guys are able to get. But, like, he's doing it legit. He's putting his body on the line. Yep. Like, that's a real skill. He does it in almost, he does foul hunting in almost the right way. Mm -hmm. Because he's not out there trying to, you know, like, do the KD, the rip through. Or Or the the, James Harden. The arm hook. 
Harden always used to get people with the arm. Arm hook. And I was like, what is Like he's literally bringing his arm down into the dude. I'm glad they're not calling that shit anymore. Exactly. And he would do it rather behind their back too. Like if their back was to him, he would reach for their far arm and pull it in. I'm sorry. That's not smart. That's not basketball. It's just not basketball. And it's not, and it's not smart. It's just cheap. The it fact is that cheap. They, the is fact cheap. that they were calling that, like, I don't think that's smart. That's just cheap. That's what I've always said is that what level does officiating have to be at to where it doesn't almost seem mechanical in response to that? Like you're playing the system in NBA 2K where it's literally machine yes. responding to it. Right. What, what point are the refs just playing into that? Like, yep, that's a foul. Like sometimes I just really it question their judgment. Bad. Like I saw a ref the other day call up another ref because he was standing at the baseline and had the best view of it, but he wanted this ref's opinion standing over at like the coach's hash mark. Mm-hmm. He had him come over and tell me, hey, what did you see? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you saw it. Right. What are you doing? Like you were right there. Exactly. Like they they miss out of bounds. I mean, they're human, but like, you know, like they are human, but it's been a lot. I think I like the way they're officiating right now. I mean, the most common take that I can give about is they need to get rid of the transition foul too that JaVale McGee did to the Cavs the other night. Yes, the, the, they call that the uh, Euro foul. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, when it comes down to the foul, I agree with that. That definitely, because tra- transition is some of the most entertaining basketball there is. I think it needs to be tightened up some. I think there should be certain points where it shouldn't be allowed. Like maybe no. late in a game. I don't think it should be allowed at all because transition basketball is you taking advantage of the opponent. You literally set them up for failure. That's some of the most entertaining basketball to watch. Not only is it entertaining, but it's just fair. If you're taking the ball away at that level and causing that many turnovers, why should the offense be able to have a trounce to that? Why should you be punished and have to run half-court basketball just because they fucked up because they turned the ball over or you were good enough to interfere in a passing lane and steal the ball? I agree. Yeah. That should just be gone completely. Fuck it. Gone completely. Because what happened on that JaVale McGee play was McGee grabbed somebody. I think it was Allen in the in the backcourt while Chetty Osman grabbed and shot a three on transition and made it. Right. But they waved it off right after he made it because McGee ran up and fouled Allen before the shot. Right. It was like, really? They could have killed, pulled the Cavs within one point, I'm pretty sure. Literally. And it killed that momentum. Like, And here, here here's a argument against Harden right now, just because I know he's been bitching and moaning about the refs and how they're officiating. <laughs> Explain Jimmy Butler. Case in point, we got Jimmy Butler sitting at 15 right now. He's still getting to the foul line a lot. Exactly. You yeah. can still get fouls, buddy. And you just have to high. work for it now. You, just, you can't just keep being a little bitch, pulling <laughs> stupid shit like Trey Young. You got to work for it now. You have to take contact. Dive you have to absorb contact. I mean, granted, Harden has always been good at absorbing contact in the lane, too. Is he anymore, though? Or is he finally gassed? Probably. I mean, the man put up two 36-point-per-game seasons in a row and played almost every game. Dealt with the, hamstring, dealt with the hamstring last year. was finally dinged up, like, legitimately for once in his career. But you know what, though? Did I do him in? Harden was still surviving. He was still barely, su- barely surviving. He was he hardly was still doing anything. Surviving. I mean, when Kevin Durant's putting up 50 points, you really don't have to do much, do you? <laughs> but did Kevin Durant really need <laughs> to put up? Uncle Jeff Green? Yeah. Did, did, should, should Kevin Durant have to put that much, many points up when he's playing with James Harden? No. No, he should fucking what not. That's what Kevin Durant just wants. Though. But if you're Kevin Durant. No, they, they needed that. That's what they needed, Kevin. They lose that. 
series a lot quicker if Kevin Durant isn't doing what he's doing in that series. I mean, that was just ridiculous. That shot, bro. Off. A fucking toe away from Giannis not being in a champion, a champion right now. How fucking wild is that? We would be talking about Giannis so crazy right now, bro. We'd be talking failure. Giannis would not be. I wouldn't even be willing to put Giannis up on this list. If that would wow, back to back MVP wouldn't um, even have a shot. That's bold. I can't say that. That's like you not putting Luca in there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fuck Harden. I think that's what that comes down to. Fuck so Jimmy Butler at number fifteen has that. Number fourteen, Damian Lillard. Above that's fine. Jimmy. That's fine. I like Dame more. I think Dame does bring more to the table. So let's see here. What's he got over him? Like what type of awards was Jimmy sitting on? Um, Gobert had an 8.5, 8.05. Jimmy, 8.35. Mm. Who is next? Dame. Dame. Let's see, where's Dame? Dame has 8.45. Wow. So it was razor thin. Between him and Jimmy? That low-key makes sense, though. Very similar players in terms of what they've really accomplished done in the yeah. NBA because they've all had their playoff failures. Right. Jimmy has been there many times. Dame's been a made man since the fucking uh, shot over OKC. OKC. Yeah. That, really that, that, that was, he was a made man in that. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't even take a championship. Dame time. Tapping the, tapping the wrist. Jesus Christ. Good. The wave, night. though. That was a bad shot. The wave was even colder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when he waved goodbye to him. Oh, my God. Poor, Especially to Russell Russ. <laughs> and Paul George. That, Paul George waved him right off. That's what Russ uh, Rondo's brother was doing to Russ in the bubble. I remember, uh, I can't. I think it was Harden was at the free throw line. I wonder Russ was getting so angry. Yeah, they had to kick Rondo's brother out of the game. Uh, now they're playing Russell. together. Now Rondo. That's just awkward. It's so awkward, that bro. That is just awkward. Is that part of the reason they suck? Maybe. <laughs> is it the bench? Like, is the bench just a shit show? Probably. I bet that bench is a shit show. Why don't They're they just sh- ship off Rondo then? Why don't they just get Rondo out of there? At that point, the Rondo AD connection isn't yeah, worth it. I don't know. It still works. I, it works, but <laughs> it still works. It, they have a gap year where they weren't working together. Yep. So that definitely stole a little bit of something from they it. They never should have let Rondo go. I opinion. know. They should have just kept Rondo. Rondo should have just ride out his career. They should have kept KCP. Ugh. They should have kept Kuzma. Not if it's Buddy. They made the on. right move in getting, getting rid of Harrell. Yeah. I would have been fine. <sighs> they got rid of Marcus Saul, which was the good too. Would they you, got rid of Drummond. Here's the off topic question. Right now, do you wish they would have got Buddy Heal instead of Russ? No. Do you think at the end of this? Because that's what I mean. Like, realistically, like everyone's, oh, they sure got Buddy Heal. They sure. What was Buddy, Buddy Heal? Buddy sounds great on paper, but do you think it actually would have been great? I bet the defense would have been just as bad. Right. And they'd be making a couple more threes per game. Right. Really, that's it. Like, what is he giving you mid-range. that Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, and THT well, combined can't give combined, you? Combined, yeah. Defensively, Buddy Hill's not playing great defense. So it's not like you're, and quite frankly, Melo's a body that you can at least throw out there. Like a bigger body. Melo at least tries sometimes, you know. And he's bigger than Buddy Heald. Oh, yeah. You can at least hide him on a on a, like a point league guard. average three. I mean, like literally like a league average three. You can hide Melo on. It's not going to 
punish you that bad. Not when you got a guy like AD and LeBron on the floor. But maybe that's the argument for Buddy Hill being there too. Like, yeah, the defense isn't there, but at the same the time, playmaking wouldn't, wouldn't be playmaking would be worse. Buddy Hill's not creating for anybody but himself. Right. Does not have the passing vision. He's just a straight up shooting guard. Yeah, I think people like, are a little too hot on that, honestly. And that's not just me trying to stick up for Russ. I think it's just for listening. <laughs> Lowry's, a, you Lowry. know how I felt at the trade deadline last year when they you find out Lowry. that you couldn't get, you didn't get Lowry because you didn't want to give up THT. Are you fucking kidding me? Lowry and the entire, if they had kept their entire bench, would have been better than this team. Right oh, now. yeah. If I Kyle Lowry would have become available, become available tomorrow, they'd ship THT out of there in a heartbeat. They'd be like, bye. <laughs> now, knowing everything, they'd be like, see you later, buddy. But that also leads me to believe, were they ever really in the running? Or was it Miami all along? And he practically had already done the deal with Miami, and they were like, you know what? Let's just wait until the offseason. Finish your... That's Finish what your really run made. in Toronto. Because then you That's find the out that they're getting in base. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so was it already... A, it was probably already a done deal. The other Riley. teams that were throwing their name out there were just throwing their name out there, I bet. Yeah. To be... Oh, we were... Or good. no, they were throwing their name out there, but they were... Like, and the like, hopes that they could get them? Yeah. Like the... No, like the agents were just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We like it. We'll think about it. You know, they're like... Just covering their tracks. Yeah, exactly. Right. Realistically, it was already done. Him and Realistically, Pat Riley... Yeah, Pat Riley and... Uh, what's his name? Masai Ujiri were like, yo. I mean, realistically, Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry were like, yo, are we doing yeah. this? Are we doing this? Yeah, we're doing true. It. Because Kyle at that point is just with the bench mob 2.0. Yep. The baby Squad! bench mob. Exactly. <laughs> That's a squad though down there. Much respect. They are, My, they they're are. just a squad. This is a squad, man. It's a good squad. Yeah, but imagine how much better they would be if instead of PJ Tucker, they had Jay Crowder. <laughs> Jay Crowder. They would be killing. I mean, you see how DeRozan is with playmaking and defense in Chicago right now? How much better are they with DeRozan right there rather than Oladipo and PJ Tucker? Move Jimmy to the four. Right. That's pretty dangerous. DeRozan Lowry connection back in action. DeRozan is another player though? who's friends with Jimmy Butler. Do I trust him in the playoffs? I don't know. Can we? I made that argument in a blog post. Their biggest fault always was, though, that they failed against LeBron. Right. Now you might not have to deal with him. Well, you don't have to deal with him in the East, at least. Exactly. Yeah. One Eastern Conference prime year for DeMar DeRozan without LeBron James, what happens? Lowry and DeRozan. Do the Raptors actually make the finals two or three times? Maybe. Two, three times? Maybe. Tough to say. It's, it's because as soon as LeBron was gone. Yeah, but that's that's that hearsay bullshit. It's just like with the Kevin Durant toe. But they also thing. had Kawhi. They, they didn't have they Kawhi. They didn't have Kawhi. That's an, yeah. And they did not have DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> no. Which hurts. Hey, good for DeMar, though. He, made, he, he grew in San Antonio, and now he's impacting. Exactly. A, a real team. Like, shouts out DeMar fucking DeRozan. Showing he can actually play... Somewhat competent defense. I can't believe it. And it's added to his offensive game, too. That's what's wild. He just looks unafraid to shoot more than mid-range size-ups. Yep. He can and he'll, shoot the, he'll, he'll shoot the three now. He's added playmaking. I think he's always secretly been a good three-point shooter. He has a great form. Right. Why can this not extend out to three? Right. Like, 
he I feel like it's always just been. And a he thing started of, in an era that wasn't quite there yeah. yet in terms of the three ball. 29, well, I think it was 2009 or 2010 when he came into the league. Steph wasn't doing Steph things yet. He was shooting threes a lot more, though, than normal people. Yes. Back then, the average three-point attempts was like two to three a game, and Steph was like four or five. Right. So, like, that's why it took a while for him to start doing the 9, 10, 11. Well, and it took a while for attempts. the rest of the league to catch up to that, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, Harden was out here at 16. At it one wasn't point. until all those guys that grew up watching Steph started playing, and then they <sighs> All fucking eating the ball like Ridiculous. that. Uh, all right, we'll get back to the list here. Number 13, Draymond Green. Number 14, though, recap, Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Deserved. Definitely. Draymond Green at number 13. I See, I like this 15, 14, 13 run right here. I like it. These guys are right where I think they should be. Realistically, I really don't know why people want to rate Draymond outside of the top 20 in the NBA. Yeah. Because I don't know how you can because he's proven the offensive game has declined. It's 25 at least. But the defensive game and the playmaking. It, it's ridiculous. Again, it's right the Warriors don't win those rings without Draymond Green. They don't. Or or Thompson, too. But I'd say well, that's not me. Well, like, it's like 55-45 Draymond and Clay. Clay's bringing more. They probably still could have beat the Bron, the Bron-led Cavaliers without... Draymond, if they still had Clay, but you're not no. when. No, they need Dre. Dre just is. You makes need that whole thing work. There it is. You you absolutely could not have won those rings without Draymond. They all, they all rely on each other so much to make that thing work. Mm-hmm. And look at it right now. They're harking right back to it, oh, and that's man. just Steph and Dre without Clay. Can't be stressed enough. Clay's out here playing five on five. It's coming. Although people like the Warriors objectively were kind of garbage last year, but Steph and Dre was still like your top two oh. man game. You, you want to see Steph's stat line from last year? <laughs> what was it? 32 points per game? Fucking ignorant. I got him in this article right here. 32 points a game, 5.5 rebounds, 5.8 assists, 48% from the field, and 42 from three. Career high of points, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yep. 32 points a game. Unanimous MVP season was only 30.5. Right. But he was killing from three. Right. I had that one on here. Uh, 23.8, four rebounds, seven assists, 48% from the field, 44 from three in the unanimous MVP season. Jesus Christ. All right. The 44% from three on like nine and a half times a game. Stupid. Are you kidding me? Stupid. Like, you're making four and a half threes per game, and most of them off of spot-up isolation. Right. What? What is that? Nobody had ever seen that. No one. And Russ and KD were supposed to beat that. <sighs> no chance. You ain't beating that. Damn. Someone out here on a podcast the other day also said that, well, if the Lakers just bought out Russ, then literally, I'm like... What? I'm like, first off, that's not how they're like, the Lakers just bought out Rust, and the obvious place for him to go would be like Brooklyn. I'm like, you just need to stop talking. One, that's not happening. Russ makes what, 45 million a year? Yeah. You mean that is the most unreachable buyout, John Wall? Right. That we've ever seen. Right. You mean to tell me you're not going to, you know what I mean? 
No, you know, I remember what they said. They said, what if they traded, or what if they traded him Harden to OK? For- no, what if they traded him to OKC or something like that? And then OKC yeah. just bought him out. No, there's no way OKC. OKC would let him ride out this year. They play him at point easily. Yeah, they just throw Russ in there. They throw playing. Russ. Russ would go right back to 29 points per game. <laughs> 29 points, 11 and a half rebounds, and like 9.9 assists. And then get traded to Washington next year for Bradley Beal. <laughs> oh, my God. 43% field goal, 31% from three. Look, but he's at like 25 shots a game, 27 just shots a game. eating shit. And Shea is just like, whatever. I'm in LA now. All right, we'll keep going. Carmelo Anthony at number 12. See, I thought he'd be higher. But I'm, I'll respect it. It's tough to get him any higher without the rings, probably. That's really right what it comes down to. Yeah. But the next person above him, Paul George. Oh, Above God. Carmelo. Oh, my. Fuck, no. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't stomach that. That's Paul about George. as bad as Rudy Gobert at 16. Well, let's look at the raw numbers here. Paul George has a 10.8 score where's mellow compared to carmelo anthony's 10.35 paul george has been to three conference finals eastern two-time eastern and once in the western mellow has been to one conference finals and that's it Mm. paul george has had some bad spills though in the playoffs and that cannot be ignored right for like four years straight two guys that were less experienced than him in the playoffs Mitchell, Booker, Dame. Maybe that's it. Mitchell, Booker, and Dame. That's probably it. I feel like there's somebody else. Jokic and Murray. Oof. Yeah. Guys that were less experienced. I knew there was an obvious one. But Jokic and Murray Damn. got pieced by them. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But Paul George at number 11. Number 10, Anthony Davis. Yep. He's got the chippy. Better be above Paul George. Thank God. <laughs> Anthony Davis overall, 10.95. Mm-hmm. Pretty strong. Yep. Anthony Davis, eight-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA, one championship, four-time All-Defense. Was on the all-rookie team. Three-time block champion. You know what I think would be a good point to add in here? Just just to make it interesting at the top. Just because it might help someone edge out someone else. I don't know. Potentially. One, uh, I don't know how much you want to give the percentage to. But for being in the uh, uh, 75-year team. I thought about it, but I'm just like, it's so gimmicky. Because a guy that I have very high on this list... Isn't in that list. Interesting. See, but that's what that's what gives an edge to someone else on there. That would be a guy that would fall. Fall a spot because someone behind him got a fucking point five. But then we're looking at Dame. Dame is on the all time all seventy five list. Clay, no, Clay is not. Right? Clay got snow. Kyrie is. How is Clay on there? How is Clay not on there? And Kyrie is. Kyrie hit the Clay helped ice win three fucking rings. History. Oh, Clay helped win three fucking rings. Yeah. Kyrie helped win one. 
It's the same conversation we were just talking about. Kyrie gets more clout, almost, I feel like, in terms of individual ability. Individually, though. Kyrie is a step and a half better than Klay Thompson. I don't know. One-on-one, though. Yeah, Kyrie's going to be piecing him up in the mid-range, but Clay's going to be just hitting step-back threes on you. Step-back threes and step-back mid-range, too. Right. Clay's mid-range is underrated. I'll take Clay. And his ability take, to get to the basket. I'll take Clay on defense. Which was the last version of Clay that we saw was him getting to the basket. And blowing out his kneecap. <laughs> oh, man, poor guy. <laughs> That's what he did it on. It's going to the basket. Blew out the cap. Uh, number nine? It, or James Harden at number nine. That's fine. I can live with that. I kind of want to put AD ahead just because of the the chippy, but you know Harden's got him just because Harden's of the got a 13.2 compared to Davis's 10.2. Because of the awards, right? Yeah. So many awards. Awards, for sure. Yeah. Davis has 10.95. Harden has 13.2. It would be a shame if Davis doesn't win two DPO-wise. And it's two, he hasn't had one, right? Unless he had one. I don't think so. He needs at least well, one, two. No, he has not one defensive player of the he year. He needs at least two or three of those. But he's been on the all-defense team four times, which means he was a top three defender in the league. There is no reason he shouldn't win two, at least two of those in his career. There's though. no reason he shouldn't win four more of those. DPO-wise or all-defense? All I'm defense. talking about DPO-wise, though. In his career, at I least think, two. Well, no, literally on this metric, I put all-defense is less than defensive player of the year. I don't know though. Yeah, but you, to be that's the thing though. I think it should be. Like to be all defense is cool. Like you were pretty good. to be DPOY, you were a fucking murderer. You're a top one defender right. in the mm-hmm. NBA. Except for when we were talking Rudy Gobert and the fact that people pay. You know what that. sucks though is a guy that could legitimately be in that conversation and I thought deserved to be there last year. It's Ben Simmons. I know. Ben Simmons come back and play. I'd rather see him win it than Rudy defense. Gobert. Me too. Because, Honestly. Because Ben Simmons' defense utilized correctly. The per- perimeter defense. Rudy Gobert cannot guard the perimeter at all. But he can guard the post. But I feel like... What is the def- most important fucking thing to guard nowadays, though? The perimeter. What do you need? You need guys that can shut down the other team's 3 and D guys. They're wing players. Simmons versus Mikhail Bridges. Simmons. Simmons versus... Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Mm. Mm. Obviously, Jalen Brown's scoring at least 18 more points in a game than Mikhail. Ben Simmons. Is Ben Simmons making on those lists? Oh, but Mikhail Bridges, what if he wins defensive player of the year sometime? Because his guard, his wing defense looks pretty He's a 3D legit. player that could pull it off. 3D, exactly. Yeah. His defense is an athlete. Yep. It's a beast. The Suns are. Out of this like world f- right now. What are they on? Like a 15 game win streak? Or 16. Yeah. 16. They're 17 and three. And they're coming up on the Warriors, right? And that's what everyone says. Tomorrow that's night. Where, that's where everyone says it's going to end. It ain't ending. They're taking the Warriors tomorrow. They're it's playing be, in Phoenix. It's going to be Booker and Curry just throw in. That's going to be a game to watch. You know, Booker is shooting above 40% from three for the first time in his career. I just heard a guy today on the Athletics say, I don't believe that. It's not going to sustain. I'm like, what if it does, though? Uh, I think it's going to. Well, what if it does? Then you because got a problem. It's a small sample size. It's just been in the last, like, five games. He increased it. Like, the last five games. It's still there for the whole season. Did he? Where's he at on here? Didn't it? Did you not toss him into the hat? Did you not even try to compare him? 
He's been to the playoffs once, and he hasn't really won any awards. So he might not even scratch so the surface. May, that's why I didn't think about it, because the guys who literally have less years in this league. That's why I just think we need lower, to ex- we, maybe, maybe we just expand the list to 20, 25. 25, 30. I was thinking 30, maybe. 30. 30? Yeah. 30 made men in the NBA. We can keep going, though. Uh, yeah. We're getting too off topic. Where were we at, were we at for number eight? Well, who, who was that we were just talking Devin about? Booker. We don't need to add it up now. We can we do it later. I just want to see what accolades he has. Two-time All-Star and 15-16 All-Rookie. So we would have had like two points. So he'd be pretty low on there. Yeah. But he's coming for it. Yeah. Like, why couldn't that be sustained? He'll have an MVP in his career. I hope so. I think he will. He'll get more Kobe comparisons than pretty much anybody in the league right now. That's, more a, so that's than all Mitchell they do. Will. All they and do is Tatum. compare him. All they do is compare him to Kobe. Because he plays so much like Kobe. He does. It's really kind of crazy. He does. And then he's like, no, I play like Devin Booker. I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, what? Keep telling yourself Sold that. All Kobe's moves. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night. Number eight, Giannis Atenacumpo. That's fine. Giannis? I thought Giannis would be higher. Just because he does have a ridiculous so amount of accolades. I really thought it's so the rings, too. though, right? It's the ring. The, it's, the but ring the, is the rings are holding back the fact that he only has one. Well, the thing though is it's the most tight. the the highest scoring metric I have is the MVPs. MVPs have a one point five, and a ring is a one. Right, but I'm just saying there's some guys here at the top that just have so many rings that it doesn't matter. Well, that that's the thing. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. It doesn't matter. But although the, the his MVPs worth more, the other guys have more rings, so that adds up. Who's at number seven? Who edged Giannis, him up? Though Giannis has an insane record. His score fourteen. I was just saying, has to be a, if Harden's 14. thirteen, Giannis is easily fourteen. 15. Giannis is a straight point and a point point three up on him. Yeah. 1.0. Who edged him out, though? Russell Westbrook. Jesus. That's getting Westbrook. tough. Russell Westbrook. Oh, no. Ooh. Yeah, Russell Westbrook with a 14.1. Giannis with 14.05. Oh, my God. Barely. Russ with a nut hair. Barely, exactly. Russ by a nut hair. And it's because Russ has won more MVPs. No, he's won. Giannis has won more MVPs. Oh, than okay. Russ is just more all NBA and more all star. Mm-hmm. So Russ has Been nine doing it all NBA, nine all NBA selections and nine all stars. Been selections. doing it longer. At that point, it comes down to top time. three point guard for nine seasons. With one more ring, though, Giannis is passing him. With up. one ro- more ring, though, Russ has an even better foot on him. That's true. That's if Russ thing. gets a ring, Russ Eek. is, I know, exactly. Giannis is being thrown up in the top like 15 uh, all the time. It's like, uh, if Russ gets a ring, where's Russ at in that conversation? Yeah, is Russ all of a sudden top twenty all time? Because it yeah. gets really interesting if Russ gets a ring. I hope to God he does. Number six, Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Kawhi with a fourteen point one five. See, I was expecting it to be Kawhi like right ahead. I didn't think Russ was really even going to be in there. Well, he had a fourteen point one five, and Russ had fourteen point one. Ooh. So it was close. It was close there. It was too. Really, that close. whole that those three right there are just well. There's neck. a run here where yeah, it's decided by like I was gonna say it has to be. It has to get tight at the top. Who's number five? Steph Curry. 
Really? That 15.85 though. Damn. Has a sizable gap on all those other guys on Kawhi. Yeah. 15.85. That's a pull. 1.75 points on Kawhi. Damn. Or no, 1.7. Who's four? LeBron James? Dwight Howard. What? Dwight Howard, the amount of accolades that Dwight Howard has accrued and is still active in today's NBA. Dwight has 14 point or no. Let me find it here. Because of all defense teams, huh? Dwight is at 16.9. God damn. Work. Eight-time eight time All-Star. All see, you know how you said, like, Rudy Gobert back at, like, 16? I would see, like, Dwight back at, like, 16. So would I. Dwight I would got snubbed Dwight. from the All-75. All-time 75. That's what I meant. Have a guy high up on this list that got really stuffed from the All-time <laughs> 75. Dwight Howard, let me... Showing Dwight Howard some love here on the Dip Podcast. Eight-time All-Star. Five-time rebound champion. That gets him right there. Two-time block champion. So, automatically, he has a seven-time season... Season statistical leader. God damn. 2020 NBA champ. He's got a championship. Eight time all NBA. Eight times he was a top three center in the NBA. Five time all defensive. Rookie of the year. Or no. 2004 all rookie team. But three time defensive player of the year. Dwight put up work. Dwight took a team to the finals in his prime. He was that guy you for at least that. three seasons. He was that guy. In Orlando. Unbelievable. They surrounded Dwight with shooters. What they should have done with Joel Embiid. If Joel Embiid was on that Orlando Magic team rather than Dwight. They're winning the ring. Yeah, because Joel can Hands do more offensively. Yep. Much more dynamic than Dwight ever was offensively. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, just as a quick note. Cleveland Cavaliers just spanked the Mavericks 114 to 96 in Yikes. Dallas. In Dallas. Cavs just went up like three spots in the defensive ratings tonight. Oh, shit. My God, holding them under 100 points in Dallas? Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. Luca was playing too. Mitch is going off right now. You know, he is. I don't even want to open the group chat. Yeah, I know. Just He's going to be talking on. mad shit. Again, Mitch, Luca's putting 50 on your head in Cleveland, boy. Kevin Durant at number three. Yep. Easy. Kevin Durant has a straight 19. Oh, my God. Gapped. <laughs> yeah. Gapped Curry. No, he... he <laughs> right? Who was it? Was it Curry? He has 4.15 4. points on Curry. Gapped him. Yeah, but he also gapped Dwight, too. Dwight had oh. 16.2, and, and uh, KD has 19. Dwight was at number four, wasn't he? Yeah, Dwight was at number four, but he... Yeah. Killed him too, but yeah, he got he put them both in their grave. He said, "Nah, nah, 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 hold my beer. You guys are cool at five and four, but guess what? I'm just telling you, dude. You're gonna lose your number two. Number two, Chris Paul. Oh CP3. my god, is LeBron James not on this fucking list? Chris Paul's overall score twenty point zero five to Kevin Durant's nineteen. God damn it, LeBron James number one. Gapped him what thirty. <laughs> Three, 33 higher <laughs> higher than 33 37.7 <laughs> holy fuck and this is why that metric isn't fair <laughs> the gap between lebron and chris paul is wider than the gap between chris paul 
and Nikola Jokic. You know, the gap between two to 20 is wider or is, isn't as much as what LeBron is from one to two. You know what, though? That, the thing about that is, is it passes the eye test, too. That's not just one of those where it's like, okay, Dwight Howard, that doesn't pass the eye test. Yeah, no. LeBron fucking James at 37 points based off of this match. That passes the eye test. Not only because it's just based off the accolades, it's just what what it truly means when he was getting those accolades. I mean, just ridiculous shit on the court, dude. Just ridiculous shit. It's just, it was insane to me because he was like the second player that I did and he just came out at 37.7. So I was like, oh, we'll probably have some guys like at 28 or 29. He's definitely the most made man in the league right now, too. He's he's the one. Yeah. He's the king. It doesn't, I mean, he could lose the next five years of his career and be done, not win another ring, and he still would be the most made man for probably like the next two seasons at least. I don't know if Curry gets chippy this year. He might be in the... <laughs> I mean, maybe Curry's not about to win stat. it. I mean, yeah, then he's tied with LeBron. But then what's the chances that Curry is going to go on a run and do it again? I mean, not by this yeah. metric. I'm just mean in general. Five. Right. What's the chance Curry ends with? Like Tim Duncan. Six. So you didn't throw Duncan in there, huh? Well, this is just active players. Oh, guys this is still this playing. is strictly just a list of active players uh, in the NBA. Right now. So that's how that's Lamarcus why Aldridge Dwight got that high, and that's how Dwight got that high. Lamarcus Aldridge, yeah, Mello, honestly, yeah, yeah. I mean, guys like James Harden. <laughs> see, I feel like that we can expand this when we go to put on the website where we throw some guys in there that got missed and see how they shake up and see if that throws off anyone. And maybe well, yeah, because it hurt leaving off Jamal Murray, Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum. And there's some older guys that are Booker, still playing too, though. Luca. Yeah, older guys. I mean, that's where Dwight came in because Dwight was beasting it back in 2009. Right. 11 years ago. You didn't ago. throw Joel Embiid in there? No, because Joel hasn't had the playoffs. He could probably there. sneak into like a third. If we expanded to 30, I bet he could sneak in. Maybe not. Though. That's a real question. He Why does nobody not. talk about that? Joel Embiid has not had a good playoff track record. And he hasn't been healthy just in general. That's why it doesn't. He doesn't really get talked about like that. I mean, he does, but like, not at the top top. No, yeah, not when it comes down to it. Yeah, like I put AD above him, but in terms of like raw impacts, he like you know what I mean. He's right there. He's in terms of raw impact, eight, when he's healthy, I probably take Embiid over AD. But just in general, I take AD over Embiid. Imagine AD uh, Embiid next to LeBron. Oh. Geez. That's not even fair. That would be ridiculous. That's not even fair. LeBron and LeBron and him pick and roll. That does it for the made man, though. We'll have to tweak it a little bit. We we'll might expand it a little bit. We'll put it up on the website for y'all to see. Adam's gonna have an article coming out soon uh, about that. An as article well. of all of this rambling. Right. By the time you listen to this, to it, I will have an article out about um, who I think is the best player in the league right now. Um, I make an argument for three players and then I choose one uh, solely based off of my opinion. Um, I think a lot of people would make the choice that I made though as well. Uh, I think it's tough not to, but uh, that'll be up as well by the time you're hearing this. And uh, as always, listen to us on uh, wherever you stream podcasts, uh, engage with us on Twitter and Instagram. And of course the website, www.thedippodcast.com features our blogs going to feature a new, a new, uh, tab that we're going to be adding here soon with some extra content for you guys got some plans on the way 
And uh, of course, thank you for listening. And one more take, Adam Elner. The last bad take I have the evening was you were right about Mitch. Declare that the Cavs are back. I demand it now. Because, why does he type because like he he's, beat the Mavs. Yeah, because you beat the Mavericks. Like, Mitch, why are you typing like you're Charlie Kelly and it's always sunny? I demand it now. <sighs> My last actual take, though. The Lakers will not get anybody on the deadline. They will not get anybody on the deadline, and they will not get any buyout talent. I'm okay with that take. I I was I'm yeah. I, I said it earlier it. that they are the LA Lakers, but like we'll see. They're gonna have to really impress somebody. They're gonna have to persuade somebody. Here's Can one. they? They couldn't get Dane. How about Milwaukee grabbing Boogie? Not interested. <laughs> really? Get out there and start some fights. He's just out there. He's just fight out there to fight Udonis for like one minute in a game when they play Miami. You know what I mean? Why didn't he just go back to? I liked his fit on Los Angeles, the Clippers. Fuck. Yeah. Be better for them than Eric Bledsoe is. Why didn't he just go to the Lakers? Just to be on their bench mob. I don't know. Just to be on their bench mob. He could have helped the Lakers right now though too. Mm. I don't know if I want start him at the five rather than DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> I think I would definitely take that. I don't I think DJ's got more on his legs than Boogie does. Just saying. Boogie's got more to give all around though. I don't know. I think Boogie's more Boogie's more of a liability. He's out here getting injected all the time. Yeah. Boogie's he's, more of a liability. Text. Yeah. Emotional guy. Yeah. Uh my one more take though. Dame Lillard's gone this season. Yeah, probably. We'll see because it's not looking good for Portland. They look average. They are an average team. Dame's gone. And that's just simply not good enough for Dame right now. No. I hate to say it. Go to Philly, Dame. Just do it. Do it. Just go to Philly and win a ring with Embiid. But I don't know. I think that's too much of a risk. Not from Philadelphia's side. Not from Philadelphia's side. It's from Dame's side. To go with a hurt big man. The fit? Incredible. What would it legitimately take to get Dame to Miami? See, I was thinking Dame to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yeah. You trade. Do you trade Drew Holiday for that? I'd ship Middleton and Holiday. No, I'm not shipping Middleton. You need Middleton. You know Portland's going to call for Middleton. Yeah. I'm. Oh, dude, I would do it. For Dame and Giannis. Oh, my God. Damn. They're doing Middleton, though. Dallas. Middleton and Holiday and Nuwara. If I'm Dallas, I'd send everything. <laughs> Porzingis. Anything you want. I would take be okay it. with that. Take whatever I would be okay you want. With that. I mean, who's stopping them offensively? Luca and Dame. Just as good as James Harden and Kevin Durant together offensively, in my opinion. That's kind of hot. That's kind of hot. (laughs) I don't know. Is it? With the way Harden's playing? With the way Dame's playing? Fair enough. (laughs) I think that they cancel each other out then. (laughs) Yeah, I just think he's gone. I don't know where. I really don't. I think it's going to be. Milwaukee would be interesting. It won't. It won't be Milwaukee, though. 
That's I'm just saying Dame that's. Would go, I think Dame would want to go to California. Realistically, it's an LA team. It's Philly. It's Los Angeles Clippers. Oh my God. For Paul George. No, I think they'd have enough with everything else because because Portland's not going to want Paul George in that situation. Portland's blowing it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're blowing it the fuck up. And Paul George is not the guy. Ben Simmons, that's a guy you could ride out the rebuild with. Paul George, they that's send Dame to Lo- It's like a three-team trade between Los Angeles. What if Los Angeles got Ben Simmons and they kept Kawhi and PG? That gets really fucking interesting. Because then, you, then have, you have a ball handler. Yeah, you have a ball handler. Playmaker. And all the offensive pressure is off of him because he has Kawhi and Paul George. And he can focus on the defense. And that takes some defensive pressure off Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Because when Ben Simmons was effective in the playoffs, he was playing next to Jimmy Butler. He was playing next to Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler. And that took all the pressure off of him. Offensively. Offensively, definitely. And he can take the defensive pressure. Right. That's what I mean. offensive, he's free. You can save Kawhi's legs during the regular season. Not that, I mean, they already fucking do that. Let's be real, but. Well, yeah. (laughs) Guy plays like like 20 That as a three. Lillard Lillard goes to Philadelphia. Maybe McCollum goes to Philadelphia. Portland just cleans house on picks, young talent. Maxi, you get Maxi, you get Thibel, man, Morris, Morris, Morris Senior. I mean, oh, he's not young talent, but you send him because now Ben Simmons is that. They run Morris yeah. at the five sometimes. Yeah. Ben Simmons, you think you is could that. get away with that running Simmons at the five point center? Bring the ball up on the floor uh, on the offensive end. Play play the five on the defensive end. Is he big enough to play a five though? Because at what he's six, nine. You still six, have eight? to have a real center on your team because you're still gonna some, have to have a real center eat some minutes, banging against Anthony Davis, banging against DeAndre. What team Hayden. wants Zubox? I don't think Portland wants him. I don't necessarily. think. I don't think Zubox's gone in any trade. So there you go. There's your five, and then you start random point guard, Reggie Jackson. He's Just already doing it. Reggie Jackson, George Leonard. Simmons. Because Jackson can play off ball to Simmons. Oh, yeah. He can spot up. That's what he's best at doing anyways, is catching spot up corner threes. Right. And he can occasionally hit the size up three above. Right. That's legit. Scary. That is scary. And you know what? If I'm Philadelphia, what are the chances of getting Lillard, McCollum, and Covington? None. Why not? If you pulled off some ridiculous three-team trade, maybe. That's what I'm saying. It's this L.A. Philly. If you could bring the Dame McCollum connection into a team with a defensive player and wings like Philly, like a defensive player and Joel Embiid, and then just a good set of went. Oh my god! Because what you could do would be run Lillard, McCollum, Covington, Harris, Embiid. Here's here's another question though. What if you plug in? Ben Simmons with Dame in Portland. You know what would get real interesting? If this deal went off and Seth Curry goes to Los Angeles Clippers and becomes their point guard instead of Reggie Jackson. Like Simmons and Curry go to LA. What about Simmons and Curry to Portland with Dame? Doesn't do it. It it works better with Kawhi and PG. 
You put those two guys around Kawhi and PG, that is the glue. Reliable outside shooting, excellent perimeter defense. Curry's got a mid-range too. Curry's got mid-range. Curry's got a mid-range. Isolation. Young, young Curry's got a mid-range, dude. Yeah. That would just be wrecking the league, though. Oh, yeah. That wrecks the league for sure. To, to a certain degree. I mean, it's still tied at the top in the West, but... Covington's stock is at an all-time low, though, so I don't know. That's the he thing. Pitched in. And, and this is something that I want to do uh, for the next... Be, this is something I want to do for our next episode. I was thinking about today. I was thinking about gripping it in here, but we're already well over an hour just on this one segment, so we'll have to do it separately. But guys who sound better on paper than they actually are. Covington's on that list. Buddy Heald, I think, is probably on that list. Guys who sound better on paper. Don't pass the don't pass the eye test. Jeremy Grant. Maybe. Just like when you think about some of those guys, like, oh yeah, they'd be great there, but like really would they? Yeah. Would they is he really that? Covington, the guy who can guard three through five and knock down threes when you need him to and just hustle and athletic block block shots Maybe. post defender yeah. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so So that, that could be another uh, episode but we're gonna go ahead and get out of here we're well over time uh, thanks again peace <laughs>